from the Mercy One Studio. Man Up, brought to you by Construction Professionals, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulus every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting today from the Mercy One studio, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com. I am Joe Stopulus, and today I am joined by Brian Squibbs from the Troops of St. George, a great organization that has two local chapters here in Des Moines. I'm very excited to have him on the show, uh, an organization that I am now involved with, uh, along with my son, uh, and they're doing great work. Uh, so excited to have him on the other side of the break. Let us start in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Troops of St. George, great organization that is raising up a generation of strong Catholic men. Uh, I have to mention the saint of the day who I have I had not, not heard of, quite honestly, uh, at least this specific one. Um, Blessed Clemens August Graf von Gallen. He's German, uh, as you may you may have guessed from the name, and I probably butchered it too. Uh, I I read about this guy. I'm like, I've got to I've got to at least talk about this. When we're talking, especially today, troops of Saint George, we're talking about trying to raise strong Catholic men, men who will stand up and defend the faith. Uh, van Gallen began to criticize Hitler's movement. He's a in the church in the obviously during the 1930s in Germany. Uh, Hitler's movement in 1934. He condemned the Nazi. Worship of race in a pastoral letter on January of 1934. He assumed responsibility for the publication of a collection of essays which fiercely criticized Nazi ideologists and defended the teachings of the Catholic Church. He was an outspoken critic of certain Nazi policies and actually helped draft Pope Pius's the 1937 anti-Nazi encyclical with burning concern. In 1941, Van Gallen delivered three sermons in which he denounced the arrest of the Jesuits, confiscation of church properties, and Nazi attacks on the church, and in the third letter fiercely condemned the state-approved mass killings and the involuntary euthanasia programs with persons of mental or physical defects. And these sermons were illegally circulated in print, inspiring some German resistance groups. And then in 1943, another condemnation uh, was read in order uh, at the order of Van Gallen and the other bishops from the Catholic pulpits in the Diocese of Munster across the German Empire, uh, denouncing all of these killings. So he is in the belly of the beast in Germany, standing up for the truth, going against, obviously, the most, you know, arguably one of the the worst regimes of all time, knowing that he could be killed at any minute, knowing that he's already seen plenty of other Catholic priests be sent off to be murdered. Uh, and to speak off, to speak in his uh, home country against what was going on so boldly, uh, the courage and conviction that takes. Uh, so again, another just another great saint. Uh, he was actually he was beatified by uh, he's he's a blessed today. Uh, he was beatified in two thousand five by uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Uh, so there's a great another great one for us to add to the list. Well, we're going to head to a short break. When we return, I will be on with Brian Squibbs, and we're going to discuss the troops of St. George. Stick around. We'll be right back. 
Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting Man Up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio, John Leonetti in the Morning, and the Maroon Moment is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. Golden Rule Heating and Cooling is a family-run business, reminding you of the Golden Rule. Treat others as you wish to be treated. Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. GoldenRulePHC.com Thank you, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am joined today by Brian Squibbs. He is the National Director of Communications and Recruitment for the Troops of St. George, a great organization that I have recently joined now that my son is eligible to do it. Brian Squibbs, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us, Joe. Thank you. So I have heard from many of my friends about how great the Troop of St. George is. And I actually, I probably listened to a Taylor Marshall podcast like five years ago, hearing him talk about it. And then we had, uh, we had one troop start here short, like probably, I don't know, a few years ago. And then another one just started here shortly. Um, and, and so now my son turned six and all of a sudden Troop of St. George is part of my life. And I'm <laughs> in the very short amount of time I've seen it. I already know how great this thing is. So I'm like, I got to get you on the show and talk through it. So Brian, <laughs> Let's talk about you. How did you get started? First off, let's do an overview, uh, what, how you would describe to our listeners what Troops of St. George is, and then how did you get started with it? I love it. I love it. So uh, just, a, just a high-level overview of the troops. Um, I think one of the, the basic tenets of it is it's different than any other organization that we get compared to. Um, there, there's nothing else like it uh, in that the fathers and sons are actually members together. Uh, one of the things when we set out uh, back in ter- 2013, when Dr. Taylor Marshall first had the idea and started to kind of work with local uh, leaders and local churches to kind of get it off the ground, was he didn't want it to be um, just this new rebirth of like a Catholic, um, you know, scouting movement of some sorts. Uh, he wanted tenants of that with the leadership and the outdoor activities, but he wanted it to be different and um, quickly came to this whole father-son aspect uh, because realizing that, you know, our, our boys, um, you know, when we look at the homeschooling, which a lot of our folks are homeschooled, uh, it's usually mom that's helping out with that or in the teaching out there, a majority of teachers out there in public and private schools uh, are, are female. And so looking for something that was going to be different to kind of force us men to be there with them and kind of uh, you know, show them what that image and likeness of Christ is through through that authentic masculinity. And so um, that's kind of our high level is we're a fathers and sons organization uh, and clergy as well. Uh, we, we need our clergy as we love the sacraments at, at, at our outdoor activities. Um, 
we run through, uh, we start at ages six and go through 18. Uh, and the purpose um, of, of kind of the annual events are to kind of go through a series of requirements, if you will. There's a field manual that the boys will go through. Uh, it's one field manual that they'll start at age six and they'll go all the way through uh, when they leave, hopefully at 18, uh, as hopefully a tribune. Um, and it's basically the dad and the father or, uh, and the son are working together to kind of go through these requirements each year. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, I started, I joined that first year back in 2013 myself and also quickly realized this was much needed. I think uh, one of the biggest things that we can do is we can busy ourselves as men. <laughs> we can find ourselves into about anything. And um, I needed that date uh, put on the calendar with my son. And now um, three sons are now involved in it. And it was, it was just one of those things that uh, I was also kind of out there looking for, uh, give you a quick stop off and kind of my upbringing. I was raised in sports and uh, what I thought, um, you know, fatherhood was, was being a coach. And uh, of course, God has a sense of humor and my first two, two boys want nothing to do with sports. <laughs> and so that's how I actually landed on the troops of St. George back then was I was out there looking for something to do with him uh, because he wasn't going to be my eldest. Uh, he's now 14. Um, he wasn't going to be into sports and I couldn't just, go sign up and become his coach and, and kind of be that dad. And so we ended up here and now all three sons uh, are there. And now I, I did finally get my athlete. My third son uh, is into sports and basketball. So now I do get to coach as well. Um, but uh, that's how I kind of ended up there. And, and that's kind of a high level of, of where we are. No, that's great. I, I would say one of the unique things. So I also, I did not grow up in the scouting movement, though my grandfather was an Eagle scout uh, it, it lost a generation. Then it was lost in our family. Uh, we were much more of the, the, the sports deal, you know, every, every sport <laughs> under the sun all day long. Um, yep. <laughs> and I, I, full disclosure. I, I don't think I actually went camping until I was married. So I don't think I slept in a tent until I was probably 25, 26. I don't, it was, I was, yeah. Me I was neither until I was That's in the Marine Corps. Yeah. yeah so I, I, was, I learned my camping from the Marine Corps. <laughs> so I, 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 I was the same with you. <laughs> definitely different, different uh, strokes, different folks. That said, right, I have quickly right. learned to embrace that side of it. Now, you know, I, I've always, uh, my wife and I would do a camping trip with the kids every, every year. And it, it's a, it's a great time, right. but so Troop of St. George to me, I, I had no idea looking from the outside in, you know, is it a scouting light kind of thing or a Catholic scouting or what it looks like. And it's completely different. And I mean this sincerely to some people that's a detriment because some people just want to drop the kids off at scouts and be done. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Fathers yep. like, it is a, it's a it's a big requirement for the fathers. Uh, it's, you got it's it. A, it's an obligation, you got it. man. It's great. I mean, so so much so that when you'll get into the senior requirements, and I know you have a few years to work towards it, but um, there is the stars that the boys will earn uh, when they do four achievement courses uh, to wear on their uniform, and the stars are all silver when they've done those achievement courses by themselves, but they're silver with a gold outline when they've done them with dad mm. <laughs> so we know how we're motivated so you'll learn about it in a couple of years here but yeah in in really it just it gets back down to that core of of just encouraging dad to be alongside to put that date on the calendar and kind of put the busy to the side as our families need us uh you know i mean it we've you know as Catholics or even those that have come into the church will see real quick is 
our wives are there, um, you know, and, but they also need us to be there alongside as that spiritual leader. And uh, this is just another one of those ways, another tool in the toolkit. We like to tell uh, clergy and, and, and pastors out there, just another offering to have for your local parish uh, to help, you know, deepen that spirituality, deepen, you know, the, it, it's funny as it starts off as it's a youth organization, right? Us men get just as much out of it, if not more. Uh, by being out there with these other men, with clergy, with other boys, being able to mentor them. We got kind of a theory in our local troop down here that if one of us boys or uh, somebody's boys is kind of acting up or, you know, doesn't use the yes, sir, no, sir, or whatever, that we tell them to drop and give us 10. And uh, every one of us dads are perfectly fine with another dad doing that. And, you know, that way they learn to respect, uh, you know, the, the authority there. And this is it's a, it is a Catholic organization. Can you help our our, our listeners understand how the, the Catholic faith is integrated into the troops of St. George? Amen, amen. Yes, fully Catholic, uh, unapologetically Catholic. The um, you know that's one of the polls we keep uh, getting from folks is well that you know we're not being inclusive and things of that nature, but we're we're blessed in the U.S. with there's other organizations that are available to that. We have set out to be fully Catholic, and so. Uh, we did um, receive approval as an uh, apost- uh, as a I'm going completely blank. What his approval was now? <laughs> Bishop uh, Olson uh, down here gave us approval um, as an apostolate of the Fort Worth of Diocese, uh, Fort Worth Diocese, and so um, that was a pretty major thing here a couple of years ago. And what that does is kind of allows like a boilerplate for other dioceses to, to see that he has approved us as an apostolate. Um, and so we are fully, we get to call ourselves the Catholic Troops of St. George. Uh, but what that means is um, when you look at kind of the yearly guidelines and you look throughout, you're going to see things in there like um, life skills as far as, you know, learning basic safety skills. And right next to that, you're going to learn about altar service and you're going to learn about prayers. And then you're going to learn, um, you know, when the boys get a little older about how to budget and carry a bank account and to do savings. And right next to that, you're going to learn about apologetics. I've got the, I've got the list here ahead of me in front of me. And it's, <laughs> so I was shocked. So I'll, I'll pull it back as, as it goes here. So the field manual, I didn't, obviously I did, I'm learning all this in the last couple of months here. The fear right. field manual is, uh, it's, it's a lot of adjectives, but it is exhaustive. It's very big and it's <laughs> it the is. content is, is wonderful. Something about it's a new fledging organization. It's kind of probably haphazardly put together. Oh no, it is extraordinarily well thought out. And to your point, you already kind of hit on it. It, it has a lot of those things that I was expecting. I, you know, knots and camping and, and fishing and right. things like hunting, uh, how to, you know, how to work with a knife. It has a lot of that stuff, right. That you have to be able to accomplish. That's kind of what my vision coming in would be. But then it has things like, as you mentioned, financial stewardship, apologetics, public speaking. It has things that you wouldn't, as much think about. And then it even goes further to patriotism and and Latin and life and dignity of the human person. It it has a lot of the things again, that I was kind of expecting from a a scouting organization, but then it is, it is a hundred percent Catholic and I'll go even further. I was charged. This is, you talk about just throwing someone right into the fire. I was the one who had to give the public speaking (laughs) uh, talk last, last week to the uh, (laughs) older cadets. And so I kind of come up with an idea of, okay, here's, the basics of, of public speaking, you know, from my experience doing it or whatever these things are. And right. I said, well, I might as well have the field, field manual to look at it and, and then get an idea of what they're saying. Okay. 
what they had was better than what I came up with. The field manual <laughs> puts public well, speaking into the, into the concept of, of Peter, first Peter saying, be ready at all, at all times to have a defense of your, your faith. We Amen. as Catholics need to be able to articulate the faith. So you don't need to be Martin Luther King Jr. out there giving enormous speeches to the masses, but you do need to be able to very concisely and informative in, in an informed manner, be able to articulate your faith as to why you're Catholic. And that is Amen. Really speaking. And so a lot, all of the, I mentioned there's, I don't know, but 20 different achievement courses and they're centered around living the Catholic life. So it's, it was, it was great. I was my, my mind was blown by how awesome this field manual is. It, it, it's been an absolute blessing and, and a journey uh, in working with so many folks to pull that together. And, and yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things that it, it just, it drew me in and is, and has kept me there now for, you know, we're, we're in our eighth operating year. And, and like you said, like we have a lot of folks that will come to us and be like, okay, we've only been around for eight years. So I, I'm not, my expectations are real low and, and they're blown away from it. And then you have the others that are like, what, you don't have, you know, all these million things yet. We're like, no, man, we're, we're, we're just getting started. The Holy Spirit's yeah. got all this in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any success stories, any, any stories you point out to people and you say, hey, what, what kind of difference could, could this make in my life or my son's life? Do you have stories of fathers and sons or, or anything like that that you've seen personally? For sure, for sure. That's one of the blessings of my role um, in volunteering as kind of one of the national team members is I get to speak to people all over the country. And now even, um, you know, worldwide, we've got some folks down in Australia, over in London, UK, uh, and we have our first troop in Canada. And so we're, we now are officially uh, global, um, even if it is just our brothers to the north. Um, But some of the things that I, I love to share with folks is two big things. There's, there's multiple stories, but there's two right now that, uh, that I like to talk about is one of them. Uh, we've had a father that has come into the faith based on being around these other men. And so, uh, you know, he'll tell you um, it was his wife's doing that he joined the troops of St. George with his son who, you know, is, was baptized Catholic, but he wasn't always kind of thought of it. Um, he's, he doesn't, fight his family and his children being raised in the face, but it just wasn't something uh, that he was, you know, there um, had questions and things of that nature. And when he was able to kind of come out to those campouts, and, you know, he was maybe hearing from his pastor or even his spouse about like answering some of these questions, but they just weren't kind of getting it to the, to the crux for him. And so here he's out to be able to get around these other men um, and these boys and kind of, Rehit some of those questions and he was starting to be able to get some of those answers he needed and shortly thereafter joined the RCIA and uh, the rest is history. God, God put it all together and the Holy Spirit got him into the church. So that, that's one thing I love to share is, um, you know, that like I mentioned earlier, we may join it for our sons, uh, but there's so much more that we end up getting out of that. Uh, the other is it is one of our main missions. Uh, you could see it in our mission statement that this is a place of discernment for our boys and um, whether it's to the priesthood or, you know, to, to being a father themselves one point, um, you know, with a family and, and being a spouse um, it, it's, it's a place of discernment. And that's why we, it's so important for our clergy to be a part of us and to be out there celebrating the mass and joining us around the campfire for rosary afterwards, or if they can stay for a meal, 
um, because we need our boys to see that they have joy in their priesthood and, and that this could be a very real path if God's calling them to that. And so one of the other stories here recently, actually, we were just corresponding with them yesterday. Um, we have a cadet that is in seminary and is on the journey of becoming a priest and uh, up in Kentucky. And, and even before that, uh, we have um, a couple up in the Pennsylvania way. They're in troops up there that have uh, entered the seminary. So, I mean, praise God um, that this is this is what this organization. Yes, it's in the the wee early years of the organization and the apostolate, but this is uh, to build up the family, to build up Holy Mother Church with good, masculine, young men uh, that our church needs in that image and likeness of Christ. You know, we want the church uh, and we want you know, fatherhood and priesthood and these things to be attractive to young children uh, and to all and people of all ages. And so you even mentioned it with the, the guy who, who went through RCIA. He saw this is an attractive lifestyle. This is something I want. These guys have something I want. And I think Amen. that's what this, this organization does, especially to young men. They see it in their peers. They see it in the dads. It is it is a group of people working with each other to grow in virtue. And, and one last plug is, you know, that band of brothers, you know, living the Christian life isn't an easy thing. Uh, and I no, always talk about no. having those authentic Christian friendships and you, you will, you will gain authentic Christian friendships. I just look around my local troop and I look at the guys that are there and it is, it is just a bunch of solid Catholic guys trying to live out their faith and be the best fathers. Amen. They can. So, hey, Brian, I thank you so much, first off, for joining me on the show, and then secondly, for the work you're doing with the troops. Uh, all the best as you guys continue to grow uh, this. I will say, Des Moines, we have two chapters. Uh, you can go on, I assume, to the Troops of St. George website. You can get contact information. Yep. One is based at the Basilica of St. John. The other one is at St. Anthony. You do not have to be uh, at those specific parishes necessarily to be a part of them. Um, but look up. Obviously, they meet at different times, but you can get the contact information there. Uh, Brian, thanks so much for joining me, man. Absolute blessing, and, and thank you for having us on the show. You bet. We'll be in touch. Stick around. We'll head All to right. a short break, and we'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Storm Alert Weather is provided by Divine Treasures. Divine Treasures is a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. Their mission is to help Catholics know, love, and keep their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and His Church. Divine Treasures is where you can find great Catholic books, beautiful Bibles, rosaries, jewelry, statues, and religious gifts for those memorable events in your life. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you to Divine Treasures for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. My help comes from you. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. My thanks again to Brian Squibbs from the Troops of St. George. A great organization here in Des Moines. Two chapters. Again, we are lucky. You know, there are there are major cities within a stone's throw of us who don't have any. Uh, and we have two different ones, the Basilica uh, and at St. Anthony's as well. And it's uh, again, it's much more than just scouting, which, again, I think it's it's very important. Those are great skills. Again, my grandpa was an Eagle Scout and preached often about uh, the benefits of scouting in general, but it, it is much, much more than that. And that's what draws me to it. 
It clearly sees the importance of a father-son relationship. While those those skills, you know, as we mentioned, some of those technical skills are very important. What's more important, quite honestly, is to see the example of good Catholic men. Uh, for a young man to see that, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you, you know my how I tend to pontificate on how I believe that the number one crisis facing the country today and the church too is a lack of fatherhood. So the actual numbers, the stats will bear it out. You know that in 1960, 10 percent of people were raised without a father, and today 40 percent are. Over half of millennial births are to unwed mothers. The the it is a crisis. It is an absolute crisis. And then when you see the effects of that, schooling, worse grades, higher rates of incarceration, high, much higher rates of poverty. Forty four percent of children in mother only families lived in poverty, as compared to eight in two parent households. Sexual activity, drug use, all these things have worse effects if you take a father out. And it's not just a little bit worse, it's a lot worse. Uh, if you listen to my men's talk last year, I hit on a lot of these, but the, the number one thing that was super, I mean, just one of the most dramatic stats is the passing on of the faith. If there's not a father present, if the father's not there, the chances of passing on the faith, they don't, they see it. Kids see it. Kids are not stupid. They see these things, right? They see if dad's not taking the faith seriously, why should it matter to me? They're looking for this. Uh, and kids, kids are intuitive. They understand these things. And, we need to reclaim fatherhood. I came, and I don't know when this came to me, but you know, I, I maybe I've said it on the show. I'm not sure. I've said it in groups of friends now. I've said it in, in talks I've done. But you know, in, po- in politics, we're constantly fighting about education and abortion, poverty, police reform, depression, suicide, drug uses, all these things, all these epidemics, all these things that are facing the country. And if we just fix the fatherlessness problem, we could fix all those things. You could fix education tomorrow. Grades would go up. People would be better educated, period. You'd need less need for abortion because there would be a stable family there. There would be much less poverty because you'd have, as as stats bear out, 44 down to 8%. You wouldn't need police reform. There'd be less crime. The depressions, the suicides, the drug epidemics, all these things would be not necessarily solved and eradicated, but you would fix 80% of the problem just by getting fathers into the place where they belong. That's why I think, again, back to the Troops of St. George, what they're doing to create this uh, this mix of of learning good skills for our children along with helping the, the father and the son work together to grow in holiness. It's a special thing. So I was excited. Uh, my thanks again to Brian for, for, for joining me. Check out the website. Uh, look up the Des Moines chapters uh, if you can. Again, your kid has to be at least six years old, but I can't encourage you enough to do that. Thank you again for joining me today on Man Up on IO Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulus. It's time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulus. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.